Welcome to Cancer NYNJ News. I am Paul McGee, and here with uh, an advocacy update, part of our Fight Bath podcast series, is Michelle Bonin. Michelle is the uh, regional advocacy director for New York City. Is that sort of an accurate way to describe you, Michelle? That is. Okay. Now, Michelle, there's, there's big things happening tomorrow. Why don't you tell us what's going on? Absolutely. Well, tomorrow, we believe, is uh, the vote is scheduled for uh, Intro 332, which is legislation that would uh, create smoke-free public parks, beaches, and pedestrian plazas in New York City. So this is a really um, historic opportunity the New York City Council will take on. Uh, we have been um, working uh, to support this legislation since it was introduced in September. And, uh, you know, the public uh, believes in it. It's a, a pretty favorable uh, response, actually. Back in 2009, a poll that uh, our uh, coalition did showed that nearly two-thirds of New Yorkers supported laws like this. And, you know, the council's well within their right to do it. There are 700 other state and local governments that have already passed laws uh, doing just that. Um, and several big cities comparable to New York City, like Chicago and, and L.A., have already made their parks smoke-free. Um, so we're very excited about it. Uh, you know, secondhand smoke, as we all know, is a toxic substance uh, that contains 4,000 different substances, and more than 50 of them are, are known to cause cancer. So um, we really believe that New Yorkers deserve the right to breathe healthy air in places that are uh, supposed to be for healthy recreation outdoors. Um, and uh, this is one of the great ways of, of uh, accomplishing that, um, limiting New Yorkers' exposure to secondhand smoke and setting a good example for our, our families and children to see. So this would affect all... Uh all public parks and beaches and pedestrian plazas in all five boroughs of New York City? or That's right. Okay. So everything from your big parks like Central Park and Prospect Park in Brooklyn uh, to, you know, the small little parks that you, uh, that, uh, you know, some New Yorkers have in their neighborhoods to the little pedestrian walking plazas, for example, outside of Times Square or uh, 34th Street. Um so places where New Yorkers are meant to congregate uh, will be smoke-free. Now, this is, this is of course, a, a top priority for the American Cancer Society in New York City, and I wonder if you could talk about, I mean, you talked about the, uh, the chemicals and the risks that are involved with secondhand smoke, and, and why, so why does this continue to be sort of a, uh, a priority for the organization? You know, why is this something that the American Cancer Society can and should engage in? That's a great question. And, you know, there are several several reasons. Well, first of all, we know that the U.S. Surgeon General has declared that there's no uh, risk-free level of exposure to secondhand smoke, and that was reiterated in a recent report that they just sent out. So that's sort of the underlying issue here. Um, but in New York City, it's particularly compelling because uh, the Department of Health did a study last year um, to uh, assess the levels of cotinine in non-smoking New Yorkers' blood. Now, cotinine is a byproduct of nicotine. It is uh, only a parent in your blood if you have been exposed to secondhand smoke. And it showed that nearly 60% of non-smoking New Yorkers had this elevated level. Um, so despite being one of the cities with some of the best um, uh, smoke-free policies, uh, we are still being exposed, non-smoking New Yorkers, uh, outside uh, of 
you know, the normal routine. So we've got smoke-free laws indoor, but that means people are being exposed in other places. So this is a good way to get at that. Um, last year, New York City banned smoking on hospital grounds. So that was our sort of first foray into the outside. Uh, and this is a logical next step because parks and, and beaches and pedestrian plazas are, as I said before, meant to be utilized in a healthy manner outdoors. Um, and so this is a good way to get uh, to that. So uh, that's, I think, one of the most pressing reasons. Um, at the same time, we really want to make sure that children don't start smoking. Uh, it, for that reason, New York City had already had no smoking in playgrounds, but there are additional places that children are, are recreating outside that they should be free from seeing um, other folks smoking, um, both because they set a negative role model that children might mimic and also because children inhale more air pollution than adults because they're smaller and sort of breathe in more deeply and so they're more susceptible to the dangers associated with tobacco smoke. So, the, and this is from what you were saying. This is sort of a this is a law that the public. Uh, these are laws that the public supports and the public gets behind. So, is the the likelihood of this passing very good, or what are sort of the prospects? Where do things go from here? Yeah, we we feel very strongly uh, and positively about this. Um, there has. I would say that advocates and the public in New York City have been meeting with legislators up until this point. We have uh, been testifying at public hearings and folks have been sending letters in and writing letters to the editor and, and calling and emailing. And so um, I think the outreach has been very good and we've had a fairly positive response from the council. The city council in New York has been a leader on tobacco-free issues uh, so far, and we feel pretty strongly that it will uh, do well tomorrow. Um, yeah, we can't be sure, but uh, but we do believe that we will see, we'll have some good news to report tomorrow. Well, and public support can probably be very helpful on something like this. Is there a way that people can get involved, or, or what? Do, how are, how can people support this effort? That's a, it's a great point. If you live in New York City or even if you don't and you want to just support this effort, you can visit our webpage at www.acscan.org slash New York. And in the Take Action box is a place to keep New Yorkers clean air in the park. So uh, it is the only action alert right now in, in Take Action uh, on our New York page. So folks can feel free to go over there and click and send a note to uh, New York City Council members saying that you feel strongly about this and would like to see it become law. Well, Michelle, thank you very much. Any any sort of parting thoughts or last words that you want to add today uh, as you get ready for tomorrow's big event? Uh, no, just that I, I think that, uh, you know, we, we New Yorkers deserve smoke-free air, and it looks like they're going to, to get it for the first time in our parks and beaches. And, um, I, you know, New York has been a leader, and we'd like to see that, that continuing. So we're, we're positive and hope to see good results tomorrow. Michelle Bonin, Regional Advocacy Director for the American Cancer Society, thank you very much for being on the Fight Back podcast series, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.